0: Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Garrett and I'm here with Helmet. Are you? I am. How are (laughs) you? Finally. Finally. What are we doing this week? We are doing... This is a little bit complicated this one. How do you explain this without letting people down?
1: Um, So what we've done is we've picked 12 genres and we've picked the most entry level songs for those genres but they also are songs that... Basic cunts ask for thinking yeah. that this is the... It, yeah, I don't know. Like these this, are, this is a good, good list of songs, actually. The Some songs them, are all fine, songs mostly. Mostly are fine, but these are the ones where people think that... They're also all, I think, the biggest songs from all the artists, I'm pretty sure.
0: Pretty sure they are. Bar a couple. But just imagine Imagine you're talking to somebody about a particular genre of music, like, and they're not into it. Really. But they want to pretend they are. This oh, yeah. is the song they pick.
1: Another way... Yeah, another way to describe it would be, as DJs, this will lean heavily into uh, what we do kind of as DJs. If someone asked for one of these bands that didn't know much about them and we didn't play this song, they wouldn't know that that band was playing. Yes. And they'd come and go, did you not play that song? I'm like, I played that band, you didn't yeah. ask for that song. Oh, they'll ask, oh yeah. I wanted that song. Yeah, like, yeah. well, then you should have asked yeah. for that song. Exactly. The most basic, obvious choice for this band and this, and this genre. Yeah. So the most entry-level song for this band and the genre. So we split up into 12 genres, like I said. Um, yeah, that's kind of a...
0: Let's get, let's get into it then. What was your first genre?
1: My first genre was disco. I picked, we, I picked disco. Okay. And I picked Dancing Queen by ABBA. Yeah, from 1979. This is the song that I don't know if I like this song anymore. And I'm a big ABBA fan. But I don't know if I like this song or not. I can't listen to it objectively anymore without thinking. Uh, it's just a wedding song for it's me. Too, it's very cheesy. It is. It's a big wedding anthem, yeah. yeah. Wedding dance floor anthem. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, I know it's not like structurally one of my favourite or melody wise one of my favourite album songs but I'd say if this was buried down some back of an album I'd go, that's actually alright. Yeah,
0: if that was hidden and not mad popular you yeah, know that. Probably,
1: yeah, so I I'm really don't know, I'm, well I'm indifferent to it now although I, when I hear it coming on I wish they had played any other album songs yeah. so i have a bit of a thing against it in that res- regards.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Dancing
1: Queen is painful to listen to. Really uh, in public. And it also hurts, it hurts to have to play it as well. Really does, especially if you pick any other song by Abba and someone goes, No, yeah. play Dancing Queen. I'm like, Ugh, what? really? Like, yeah. Like I, I played loads of other songs, but it. it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or you play any other song and they still ask for Abba, like you said. Yeah. You know? So Did this, you not play Abba yet? Oh, like, I
1: ju- like, yeah, I li- they're literally playing right now. Yeah. That's, but that's not Dancing Queen. I'm like, D-d-d-. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Kill all of us now, not just me. Um, it is. the All these songs are the dance floor bangers that will get the people up straight away, but they are the obvious, too obvious, painfully obvious choice.
0: Our playlist is called Basic Bitch Tunes.
1: Now, that's not... We were going to change that. I think you just leave it. Um, (laughs) we just leave that, actually.
0: And that covers men and women.
1: Yeah, Basic Bitch is nothing (laughs) to do with women or (laughs) men.
0: No. Uh, Yeah, it's... ABBA's a perfect one to get the kind of ball
1: rolling on, I think. Yeah, and Dancing Queen. So, even though ABBA didn't start off as a disco band at all, did lots of ballads and lots of just euro pop just a pop band really but this was the time they realized that disco was getting big and this is when they released dancing queen Oof. and it was instantly like their biggest song And it'll obviously be their biggest song because i don't think they can't see them coming out in no. 2024 with a song that is bigger than dancing queen although if abba did release a song tomorrow it would be the biggest song of the year absolutely yeah even, even if it was shy even if it was shy yeah and it wouldn't be because imagine, imagine the back. Imagine the does the, just well, the they're demo sitting tapes.
0: They sit. If they butter, I if mean, they, butter they, they still make like.
1: they make more than popular bands who are crunching out albums now by doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, All yeah, the work's course, done. Yeah, of course, done. All the work's done. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. this is the guy's saying we can only talk about our experience with these songs. Rather, than, I've, I've nothing interesting to give you. I couldn't find any really interesting things about this song. I tried to find at least one little kind of cool fact about the song that we might not might not have known. Oh, You might not know. But what this. Do you really care? really like? Carly. Reading about this it was like, it's just, they came out, they wanted to write a disco song. Yeah. Because they're Abba, they can write whatever they want. Yeah. They could write a metal song that would have been one of the biggest metal songs in the world if they wanted to. Just that talent, stupidly talented yeah. band. Uh, that's disco. Right. The most basic disco song. And it's not even a good example of disco, but it is the most basic bitch disco. Yeah, song. it is. Yeah. yeah. Who's, your, who's your first one?
0: Uh, genre, I picked punk.
1: Right, it can only be one band, can't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. So I picked the uh, Sex Pistols yeah. called Save the Queen. Yeah, oh God, yeah. I know. <laughs> exactly. I know. Exactly. I've um <laughs> I've been very, very vocal in the past about it's not that I dislike the Sex Pistols, I just think that they're they were more uh culturally important than good. I think the Sex Pistols have one good song called Bodies.
1: That's it. Yeah, it's think, a good song.
0: Yeah, I think the rest of them are they're not terrible, they're just whatever.
1: Uh like, I, I, do, I do like when, John, I, I don't really like when John Lydon's been interviewed in general, but I do like, I do for some reason, you know when you, YouTube ruins your algorithm because you watch one John Lydon yeah. video, the one with Marky Ramon, uh, and then I just started watching more because they were auto-playing.
0: Yeah, but he's, he's, a, he's a vicious bastard, like, he just goes,
1: And he doesn't like uh, this band at all. No.
0: No, we didn't. Never liked. (laughs) Well,
1: they never liked them.
0: The whole thing about the Sex Pistols is that they were pretty much put together, you know. Yeah.
1: And uh, I I appreciate that he's he's admits all. He's very candid about that. Like he he
0: he, that there was no real, like punk was more of a fashion movement than anything else, and like I don't know, like the the Sex Pistols are. I I picked this song. This isn't the most popular. Pretty Vagant is the most popular sex pistol song, but I think that Pretty Vagant is a little bit better than this song. Oh, it is,
1: yeah. Right? It's almost too good to put on this but list. But this,
0: there's something about watching middle-aged men listen yeah. to this song where they all start like reenacting the Johnny Rotten fucking sneer. and they're putting yeah. their hands down
1: yeah. like like they're fighting mode, yeah. and the football fighting mode, and down beside yeah. them, and yeah. they're roaring
0: and shouting, "God!" Yeah, yeah. And they're putting the accent that yeah, really they're doing it all,
1: hammering up and that fucking I, London. I want
0: to fucking kill myself every yeah. time I see it, and it's. It's absolutely a fucking full-on basic bitch punk song. Like, there's <laughs> you could you could do like Blitzkrieg Bop with your mouth, but to be fair to Blitzkrieg Bop, that song's fucking incredible. And I could Th- never. This is more basic. This is than more that. basic. I, I think as well because there's something about British punks that makes them even worse than American punks. Of course there is. Right? Of course there is. And I I feel very similar then about Irish punks where it's just the try-hard aspect of it is incredibly hard to deal with. Like, yeah. like I, I could sit down and have conversations with any Mohawk fucking safety pin through now nose bastard about all these 77 and 82, UK 82 bands and so on and so forth, and keep up with them, no problem. Yeah. But they'd still look at me like, I'm not a punk because I don't have yeah, of course. you know, a fucking Mohawk or a this or a that Like I that. said,
1: I've been vocal about not really liking punks stupid at because I think it's very...
0: It's just put on. For so put it's on. Makey it's makey uppy as fuck. And that bothers the shit out of me because there's no reason and, for it to be makey uppy
1: And you know that from working in pubs, I don't know any punks that got out on the street and did some mad shit, really. Whatever. We, well, we do, but what I'm talking about, yeah. we see most of them in a the pub, and the things they'll do is like, go, all right, mate, it's time to, do it. we're closing up, we're going to finish. No. Oh, you rebel. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. you're hard. Yeah. Oh, you're hard. Yeah. I, I would say most of them. Oh, the little things they do, like, I'm making the you movie jacket there. That's where like the smoke machine or whatever, because it will get. No, no, that's to. Oh, really want you're uh, mad! Yeah, yeah, oh, oh you're, you're you, breaking all the rules. You, you, maverick. some
0: people just want you're, to watch the world. Oh, you're, you're wild oh, card! Oh my God! God, you're a mental, mentaler, yeah, mad but, lad. Yeah, the Sex Pistols, like I said, they're not. I think they're more of a cultural movement than a band. Um, I mean, they're
1: definitely a band, but they're like... <laughs> in, if you search Wikipedia, it will come up as they were a band. <laughs> yeah, but in, in,
0: in retrospect, they like, got one album and a couple of comps afterwards. Uh, the
1: album is so-so. Uh, oh, one I, good song. I was blown away when I found out they were put together.
0: Yeah, for, for the, the advertiser's uh, cl- a clothes shop. Uh,
1: yeah. It's just mad. How fucking mad I didn't even know about that.
0: Yeah, the advertiser's clothes shop,
1: yeah. yeah. Ma- Malcolm McLaren. Yeah, McLaren in.
0: had a shop called Sex that just sold like... Bondage gear and all, and uh, I think that might have even been pre kind of punk movement. He was just selling like stuff for gay lads to get pissed on and yeah. stuff like that. You know, in well, like the I said, like
1: as much as I don't like Sex Pistols or Sex Pistols fans, because the people that, Sex Pistols fans genuinely like the ones that would come into like in you know the way, Sex Pistols members come over and do gigs. Those people that go to them are proper grand. Okay, fine. Yeah, 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 they're fine. The people that come see like Glenn Matlock and all yeah, or whatever, yeah. they're grand. Yeah. But it's the people that don't. It wouldn't go with it, would go,
0: Yeah, well, you know what, like...
1: Yeah, there's a bit of trouble putting there's a, there's them back a, together. A, yeah, there's an issue there. And Johnny Lydon will, will go, like, whenever he's asked about sex pistols in interviews, the first thing he goes is, why don't you ask me about me, good band? Yeah. Which who is are, funny. Who aren't even good? They're not. We've we talked about that. that not good. They're not <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, Banksy the band, but Banksy's in the fucking band, isn't he? So... Oh! <laughs> um... Yeah, public image have a couple of decent bits. The best thing public image ever done is not even public image. It's that left field song with "Open
1: oh, oh, Burn." Out. It's fucking great. Do you know what's an amazing song by them? I genuinely think it's amazing. The Order of Death.
0: The Order of Death. This
1: is what you want. Mm. This is what you get. That's just. It's not. It's not. It sounds like more like a is, is a new romantic remix yeah. of one of those songs, but it is. A, it's it was, a great song.
0: It's Jai Wobble as well, isn't it? He yeah. was fucking shit hot at almost everything. And like you
1: were saying about American punks, they introduced. Their music into their punk, which made it a little bit more fun. Their, kind of, their yeah. punk is fun. I mean, there's there's, there's their rounds are more fun than Sex Oh yeah, big
0: time. Yeah, I am um, better stories. everything you know, songs are better, way better, and there's loads more of them. Yeah, uh, American punk is weird because it's splintered so many times. Like there's de- there's definite splinters in like the UK and Irish punk scene, but the American punk scene is so kind of fractured, like with with, it, with a pretend unity. You know, so you have your you have your fucking Shitty social distortion punks, you know, the country go around with spanners in their pocket, even though they don't own a car, you know, (laughs) that type of malarkey. And then you've got your, your kind of bad religion. Why is the
1: thing with social distortion looking like grease monkeys uh, mechanics? What is that?
0: Don't fuck that band. They're terrible, terrible. (laughs) You hate it. I hate them so much. They're (laughs) honestly one of the worst bands I've ever heard. They're, they are like Red Hot Chili Peppers, bad is what they are. They're atrocious. Um, then you've got like your kind of skate punky bullshit. Yeah, yeah I, um, hate, I hate that. I, hate that. I, like, I like a lot of those bands, like Pennywise and all I like a lot of that stuff.
1: Don't mind them for some reason because they've um, got riffs.
0: Mad for riffs, they are. Mad for riffs. But uh, like, th- th- it's too, there's too many. It, it, it splits up in a thousand different directions in, in, in the States. In England, it's like, right, you have to like Crass and you have to like Pistols and you have to like Clash. And you have, but like, all those bands, are, like, you have to like exploit it. All those bands are so different. Yeah. Like, so... Like, the fact that they're even the Clash called,
1: is... It can't even really call a punk band anymore. Like, so obviously, they had... that, But there... Like, the, so many styles in The Clash Exactly.
0: Alone. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the fact that it's... It's more connected... are touching on world music now at yeah, that stage, The Clash. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> it's on Peter Gabriel's label. Exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, it's it's a weird, weird scope that bands like The Clash would fit into. Like, the, the exploited are that kind of... That UK 82... Uh, almost D-beat style stuff, where it's it's virgin on metal. Um, I don't like their songs. No, the, the Exploited <laughs> have one good song as well called Dead Cities. The rest of it is pretty much just the same. It's just garbage. Um, it does nothing for me. Yeah. Uh, exploited are absolutely one of those bands that absolute saps go to just to throw each other around. You know what I mean? And say oh. they went. You know what I mean? Like, what, couldn't name two or three Exploited songs, but just go to hit each other in the, in the face, you know?
1: I will say this, though. Your average, like you said, Mohawk... Intro, I was punk is still a million times better than a crust punk.
0: Yeah, thankfully, a uh, rare enough thing these days. A crust punk, rare. He, to be honest, with you, I ain't really into music. No, not that Getting the name off no. cut, like crust bands and stuff. Like. They act
1: real poor, but, but, they're they, not. They, but
0: they'll just talk about, they'll, they'll all just talk about crass and that'll be it.
1: Leftover crack?
0: If, maybe. Nah, they're they not. They, no. Nah. Are they not one of them In, bands? Uh, Americans, yeah. American crust punks, yeah, but like proper actual, like. Uh, Jack Russell on a lump of string fucking crust punks <laughs> no they are not listening to Leftover Crack the American ones are uh, but no listen I do you can't. ever throw
1: like be at a house party and the crust punks are like ah fuck
0: like I said very rare most of the crust punks I knew find your beer
1: and put a fucking over the couch put some plastic over the couch
0: most of them that I knew from like 15 to 20 years ago have all cleaned up their acts and got because it's got stupid well it's stupid and 99% of crust punks were all rich people of they course they were make. rich yeah yeah. Um, you have to it's like being a vegan um like, I'd love to be a vegan,
1: but I have no money. I could never afford to be a, yeah. a well-, a well like, a, like one that doesn't yeah, die in a year. Like. Not only would you need to... You'd have to hire your own personal nutritionist. Yeah. Or me and you would die. Or just be on, I, I'm on already, the I'm already half-fucked half of the time. Cause I'm, I don't I'm think already. I'm taking enough urine in or whatever. But imagine being a vegan.
0: Just uh, take a uh, shots of Jip to the mouth. Get lads to just bury good ones into your school. Nature's multi-biante. That's what Jip is.
1: Well, then why am I... Uh, <laughs> Why am I so tired all the time?
0: Right, Uh, who's your next one?
1: My next one is I Chose Hip Hop. And although this is a great song, I find, and this is coming from a DJ perspective, a lot of people will think, no, this isn't the correct choice for basic bitch uh, hip hop I I think it is. It's In The Club by 50 Cent from 2003. I I used to accidentally call this this album Get Rich Quick or Die (laughs) Trying. It just called Get Rich or Die Trying. But in my head, I'd say it like, Get Rich rich quick Quick or Die Trying faster (laughs) Um, this is a do you know what from being a DJ you'll realise that this actually beats Gold Digger to the most basic Mm. bitch hip hop song boy a mile it beats them all boy a large margin this is the one that people will dance ironically to
0: this is the one that your man knows the lyrics to if your man knows the lyrics to it that is the most basic bitch song available
1: and speaking of uh, the lyrics go shorty it's your birthday the line it's your birthday the manager of Two Live Crew tried to sue 50 Cent. Really? Over that line.
0: The manager of Two Live Crew was also in Two Live Crew, wasn't he? Yeah, so he, own, yeah. he owns all the music. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Two? I think his name is Shorty or something like that. So um, he tried
1: uh, and failed miserably when the, when the judge said that's not really the... Uh, Two Live Crew spent half their career in courts. Really? Half,
0: that's, how they were, that's pretty much how they're famous. Were,
1: right? they, were they another fucking Gene Simmons?
0: No. Oh, it's the opposite. They were, they were trying to get other... Yeah. They were just, all, all their songs were just filthy. All oh, right, they filthy were yeah, songs. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they were just and they were out. just constantly being brought on open charges of like, um, what you call it, like public fucking disorder indecency. and indecency and all this type of shit. Yeah, they were horrific in that regard. They they were the worst two life crew. <laughs> yeah, but those so songs my, are
1: only all right. They're fine. That was my little uh, that was my little cool um fact about this song because Eminem found Fifty Cent, which was kind of cool because mm. he was found by. Mm. Well, wasn't he found by Dre, was he? No, he was, yeah. He was given a tape. Dre was given a tape. But was he not
0: really pushed to Dre by someone else? Someone else it. pushed him, and I, yeah. for the life of me, it's, or, was it was It, it was on the... Man? It was a... Who gave him the tape? They knew it, because he didn't even know Eminem was wee when he got the tape. Uh, who gave him the tape? Fuck, How I did he this. not know he was wee? <laughs> I know this.
1: <laughs> sounds like a poindexter. He does, yeah. He sounds like an incredible I rapper, in though. So, no? Somebody
0: told him about this Eminem guy and gave him a tape. They gave him his first album, uh, Infinite. And he was like, "That's fucking amazing. Give me him." Yeah. So it's to be, to be fair, I was actually only reading. I read a big joint article about Dre the other day, and um, what can I say? It's. <laughs> 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 um, I read a big joint article about him. And it's mad interesting. Like people forget that there's an album between Chronic and Two Thousand and One called Aftermath Presents. I think we and talked it, about that. Yeah, it. It's garbage. We talked, we, I think we might have talked about it before, but it's literally atrocious to the point where I don't even know if it's properly on Spotify. It's probably yeah. been deleted. It's gone, yeah. gone, gone. But like, his career was in the shitter. The shitter. Before he got introduced to that guy, Melman. Who yeah. does, he, he's the reason 2001 sounds like that. Now, 2001 came out after the first Eminem album. So it was the first Eminem album that properly gave Dr. Dre his legs like yeah like so like dre saved eminem you know what i mean but
1: eminem saved fucking dr dre like twice as much and to be fair dre saved 50 cent Mm -hmm. because because eminem found him apparently no not apparently this is the truth uh, eminem wanted d12 to produce this song and after about a few days, 50 Cent went, absolutely not. These guys are absolutely not doing what I want with this song. Really? Got Dre in. So, I'll show you what happened was, uh, 50 Cent recorded this whole thing to a click track. The whole rap to a click track. Which wouldn't be that hard for this particular yeah. rap. Because it's, it's,
0: yeah. So, there's no music. He just done. Yeah, boop, and then Dre boop, boop, boop,
1: got the sound that he was he on. He got the music that that. <laughs> So simple. So, but it sounds so good. It, it sounds brilliant. To perfection, like. It's perfection. It absolutely is. And it is, is it is a banger on the dance floor and I will pull it out when I realise I've played Gold Digger too early yeah. and I need some big 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 hip hop yeah. song to get the mutant's the oven moving I can play loads of hip hop songs that will get them going but if ever I'm in trouble trouble with a crowd you know a troublesome crowd where you're like yeah. I need to go back like, to basics yeah. basically play this playlist yeah if but it is the hip hop song it's in the club is what I'm playing yeah exactly or possibly Yeah Boy Usher mm but more this one this is the one that yeah. everybody like you said you're mad I out th- is, so.
0: one of those as well oh yeah, I like to pull out every now and again is uh, Breathe and Stop by Q-Tip it's one of them because we've been using ads an awful lot yeah, some yeah. people it's, it's there I'm the always afraid that
1: won't land enough with them but they they will know it yeah. uh,
0: I have to say I'm drinking water wow
1: well, uh, me, me
0: too how's your water
1: uh, it's very whiny is
0: it whiny <laughs> <I> can't <laughs> believe you drink a fucking wine. Boy. I just don't understand
1: it I, I piss less so it'll help the Wait, podcast you see
0: the of time, so I need to piss drink the yeah you drink a cold cold water yeah and I just had a big uh, can of monster oh that's God. yeah I'm in ah. trouble I'm in fucking trouble tell me how to record day. a
1: little secret message on the podcast uh, when you're gone spacebar spacebar and then stop it again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Grant.
0: I won't see it or anything it's fine you won't. You can read away waveform, him. You're mad. Look at that.
1: Yeah, but you'll read away waveform, him. But how will you know it's gone on any further? With
0: me, yeah. Uh, but, but, because it has a t- time code on it. You
1: won't remember. You'll remember know, it now that I've said it. Cause it. I'm not,
0: well, I'm not drinking. So I will remember. I won't. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, so I shouldn't fired. have said anything. I've done horrible things today to my body. Um, not in a good way. like...
1: Did you use just, your cream on your nipples? I
0: didn't. Thank you very much. Someone gave me some cream <laughs> for my nipples. Thank you. Um, uh, Gav upstairs uh, is having nipple problems as well, but he won't use it.
1: No Offer them write forced out.
0: dab On it like dab what? You, on know it? What I mean? you don't have to
1: put your whole nipple no, on it You, you put, can, put your finger on it Exactly Or if you have to A bit of tissue
0: No they're just wiping it off Don't know. Eh? I don't know oh. I, don't, I personally don't know How to apply cream to my nipples um, I'm going to have to
1: learn The skill That was uh, my basic Entry level hip hop song For mm. a dance floor where You want to make sure it lands uh, What's your next one My next one What the fuck is my next one uh, I picked the genre of Metal It
0: can only be two songs ah! I was going to pick Metal and like, it's only between two songs. I picked Walk by Pantera.
1: Yeah, that's that's one of them. I, I can't listen to the song anymore. No. You see, do you know what? I was going to pick Metal and I was going to pick either this or Enter Sandman. Yeah, I thought about Enter Sandman. But this is the annoying one. Equally as long. Yeah. they're About, about the same now, five
0: and a half yeah. minutes, something like that.
1: But I still love Enter Sandman. Uh, maybe. But I can't listen to Walk like you said. I can't listen to it anymore. I can't do Walk. There's I DJ'd something. in a metal club for... Jesus... Metal clubs for what, seventeen fucking years. You probably had to play this twice a night. I play it once a night. Yeah, and then then I eventually towards the last five years, I never played it. Yeah. I had absolutely done with it. I'm the same. I can't. Um, Cowboys from Hell. If I have to, Cowboys from Hell, you'll get them gone as much Why as. I you
0: broken every now and again? because yeah, riff is just fucking outrageous. But, but yeah, them. Walk
1: by Pantera oh. is because Pantera fans, in their essence, are very basic people. They're
0: terrible people. They're not really into music. No. They're just into Pantera. No.
1: That's it. Um,
0: You'll see them just getting, they don't even get like, you see some people get get the Cow away From Hell tattoo, the CFH tattoo. Quite a cool
1: tattoo. Well, yeah. Wouldn't get it, it now.
0: No, because he's a horrible cunt. Phil Anselmo's a terrible
1: person. Yeah, he is, yeah.
0: Get nothing to do with him on your body. It doesn't matter whether you like his music no, or not. Don't That's even fine. let him jip on you. Don't let him come down your throat and <laughs> give you all the vitamins that he has stored inside himself. Pantera,
1: do you know what I noticed about Pantera fans, right? There's a little vein in their head that starts bulging, the more Pantera isn't played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you notice it? Yeah, they could be, is you, could be, you could play fucking Crystal Mountain by Death. You could play fucking Tornado of Souls. You could be killing it. Yeah. You could play Angel of Death, yeah. whatever afterwards. And there's still a part of them going, but it's not Pantera. But it's
0: not Pantera. Yeah,
1: that's a massive issue with them. A massive issue. But when I think of this song,
0: all I think of, being, being honest, all I think about is fucking Rob Van Damme in ECW walking out to this song. And... That's good entrance music. That's perfect entrance music. But when I think of it like in the terms of a music club I just think of absolute scaldy horrible metalers playing air guitar on the floor like on the dance yeah. floor that's all I think of yeah. especially for that garbage that solo a garbage is maybe the wrong word for it it's just a, a, an annoying solo I, in walk <laughs> I don't think the solo and
1: he's got great solos yeah but that doesn't, that, yeah. doesn't work for that's, me, that's 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 kind of Kerry King type of thing where yeah. it's like oh okay it's technically whatever but I'm not into it yeah it's just not it's not the, it's not hitting it's it for not me. a fucking uh, like it's not a Megadeth about, solo yeah but you are talking about Metallica the Metallica solo you are talking about one of, the, you're about one of the, like
0: the greatest guitarists of all time like who who could pull it out of the yeah. bag out of the bag but walk fucking horse
1: solo does suit the song but it's not. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. the
0: song annoys me. Like the riff is cool, but when you have to, when you're subjected to five
1: and a half minutes of that riff, that's it. Once that r- it starts with that riff, and then let's give him, let's give Anselmo two or th- four bars. Yeah. Can't give someone three bars. Yeah, that's musically incompatible to yeah. enjoying it. Then, then cut, then cut the song off. And you're like that was great. Exactly. Yeah, done for real. Because like, by the end of it, walk on home. You know what? That's the, home, that's, the, that's the bit they love. Stop it. Walk on home, boy.
0: Yeah. Oh, stop shouting leave. at some other absolute mutant on the dance floor. Yeah. Oh, in case they want to start a fight with him later you yeah. get to see how hard I am on the dance floor and how, how fucking how puffed up I was when I told him to walk on homeboy at the end of that second. fuck you they
1: were the blue denim bottle jackets yeah full, not the black ones a
0: full big bag of fuck off for that song
1: right here's our next one uh, my next one I have picked Eurodance as the genre okay Eurodance or 90s dance yeah I'm not going to separate those two and the song is Cotton Eye Gel Cotton Eye Gel with a rednecks from 1994 <laughs> right album this uh, video
0: was born into my fucking head Do you <laughs> yeah. know that that video was born. <laughs> that one uh my
1: that won a shitload of awards that video and i don't really think it's that particularly good of a video. it's, it's all not. right it's all right like it's not yeah where were vi- they from sweden
0: sweden of course they were
1: yeah swedes pretending
0: to be like american hillbillies yeah
1: but however right this in europe this idea was genius because mm. you just had uh you just had that song what's it called uh swamp thing the grid yeah yeah down it alone it's a techno country yeah i actually don't mind that yeah you just had that come out when i think it was 92 that came out 92 or 3 and this came out a year later this actually you know what this was the second album i bought with my money really on tape Mm. sex and violins because i actually was the uh, album sex and violins yeah jesus Mm. and the the album cover is a uh Piss pot, you know the old yeah, yeah, yeah. country piss yeah. pots with all their like faces in pot, and, yeah. and, and, and piss going into it with Ugh. two like boots either side Ugh. or whatever. Um, I'd say the whole
0: album's like this as well, is it?
1: Well, I thought it would because I, I was a kid when this came out. I was yeah. Jesus Christ! I won't say what age, but I was very young. Um, and uh, I thought, and this and Old pop and an oak is a funny song. Mm. And this is new to me as a kid. Yeah. And the rest of the album is full of weird shit. Yeah. Weird techno. Really? I, sorry, it's commercial techno. Yeah. So this song is commercial techno meets country. Now. I can't t- think of a better genre to survive the dance floor with culties. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this. Yeah, you yeah. mix t- commercial techno and country. You know, that's still being done now. Yeah, Avicii. Avicii, well, yeah. God, poor one out for Avicii, poor R.A.P. Avicii, but he was still doing that with oh, yeah. Hey Brother and Wake Up and all them songs. That's... a He hired country singers to sing over for mm-hmm. mm. dance. Well, it was EBM. Hmm. But... um. There's something about I'm not all cultures. Jesus Christ! We have to explain if you're not from
0: Ireland. A culture is uh, somebody who's not from a city, who's like a,
1: a a town dweller. Yeah, I suppose. But it's kind of so basically like. <laughs> and I have, I have so much time for cultures when they come into a bar because they're lovely in the bar. Um, but they will come in in blue jeans and a ga jersey yeah. and brown shoes. Ga, it's and that's, G-A-A. and that's, that's the girls as well. <laughs> we
0: had, I mean I was looking at the statistics the other day, Like it's mostly Ireland, but with loads of, loads of people not from Ireland. And, uh, I was thinking about, about, uh, how, how the fuck we're going to try and like make ourselves less Irish without
1: it being painful. We for us? Yeah. Will we, st- will we start talking like this? Like a start certain- Start talking like Conor McGregor like Conor in the
0: UFC. I am going to take him and hold him against the, the cage until he can yeah. take no more. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. Okay. We don't have to do that. Good. But, uh, <laughs> I think maybe what we should do is, uh, be, uh, be a little bit more open to the idea of someone who's e- English isn't their first language listening to this. Okay,
1: fair enough. What I was thinking is doing as well, it actually came to me last night, was to do a little legend of words we use, a dictionary. Oh, a little glossary. A little glossary. I think we should do that.
0: Jip equals yeah. male ejaculate. God jip, mutant. Nine roper equals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sap, we should do
1: that. Spa. Yeah. Can't say spa anymore.
0: Apparently not. So. I made someone, someone wrote it on a the wall other that I had to clean it off. Could not say that anymore. I'm not into the future,
1: like I'm not into. Well, it. it's the present. Yeah, I know, but like <laughs> it's it's so new to you. You're calling it the future. The present is so new to you. Into you're calling it the future. I'm full.
0: I'm not into it. I'm not li- I'm not into listening to people, fucking and what I'm, I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm not allowed to say anymore.
1: Well, listen. The reason I picked this is there's a million one obvious dance songs. Like you're talking, Sandstorm, yeah. Hadaway, What Is Love for the poppy kind of song side of things. I love that song. It's great, and. We will probably do a nineties dance. We have to. Uh, yeah, we have to a podcast. But this is the song where someone won't ask for Orbital or Leftfield, despite mm-hmm. them actually being English mm. electronic rather yeah. than thing. But they won't even ask for. They won't even ask for Gala Freed from Desire. But they prefer. They might, but they prefer. It. This is the one you play. But
0: this is garbage music. Do you know what I mean? It is?
1: Like I was a kid, listening to it. And yeah, I was, I'm allowed. Yeah. I, I, I liked it as a kid. Yeah, because to be honest with you, I was kind of. A, destined to go to the clubs more than metal clubs I yeah guess. yeah so i went to the dance clubs yeah when i was 16 that was my start even though i liked rock and all that I I, uh, all my mates were going to just dance clubs that's just what, club, just clubs. Right. club yeah. clubs yeah exactly. this is just from again, from disco from skill disco straight to the clubs that's where mm. I was.
0: this to me is another kind of wedding song where you know your grandmother will clap her
1: hands and yeah when i play this song i hope that People, people love it and dance to it yes yeah. but I also hope that people that have a sense of irony t- yeah. think I'm playing Please. it ironically Please even though God. I'm actually not yeah I'm playing it for money yeah but I hope they think ah he's ah, having a crowd having, having the fun, fun. fun. yeah good yeah. good one man I hope they think that so I hope I get I hope basically everybody gives me the benefit of that when I play that but it's unlikely because uh, it's, it's it's gone beyond a joke now that song. <sighs>
0: that and like the the five master mix or something like that whatever they do in oh the, yeah do you remember that
1: they do like the everybody six. get down, ready. it. earn, God Almighty, <laughs> God of fucking mighty. Um, listen, that's what that is. Student cultures love this song. Yes, it's their absolute wet dream when it comes on the club because it just they they have a bonding session on the floor when it comes on. You see those Kerry and Kildare jerseys meeting in the middle of the. will you happens.
0: see? Won't you see the GAA jerseys? It's over. Yeah,
1: and the, Gal- the Galway Max one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. and, and the women out of them tucked into their jeans. I will say this about cultures, though. I think they all hate Galway students. Probably. I think even Galway people hate Galway students. Yeah, there's something about them, isn't it? Lots there? of non-Galway uh, students in Galway, though, as well. Yeah, students. They just hate students in Galway. Yeah. So
0: who's uh, your next one? Uh, I picked the genre of blues,
1: and I picked Boom Boom by John Lee Hooker. The last thing is... I didn't notice until I listened to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. One-on-one <101 coughs> blues. Yeah. And it's not even really blues. It's more pop, but... Yeah. Well, all these are technically pop yeah. versions of the genres.
0: Yeah. It's... um, This was first released in 19... I think it was released in 1961. It charted in 1962. Then it got re-released in 1992. And that's when kind of I would have heard it. Um, It's been re-recorded a thousand times. It's like slower versions of it, faster versions of it. But they're all pretty much the same. Uh,
1: just the one that <laughs> the Spinal Top sort of ripped off a little bit with the you know what I want yeah it's yeah. that yeah. kind of song exactly. you know that song it's just a little walkie blues song it's so
0: fucking popular that it, it doesn't even it, it, it's past
1: blues do you know what I mean yeah but it's absolutely it's trans- it transcended its genre Loads of these one, songs have transcended tone. the genre. The, re-
0: the reason I picked it is that if you were to say, I, I know very little about blues, very very little. It's one of the the areas that I oh yeah I, I I I just I never never I just never went down that path, you know. And I but I think I will at some stage. To
1: me a lot of it sort of sounds the same yeah but th- I think that's a problem with all genres that you're not interested in either uh, but especially but, this one it's there, a formula the 12 bar blues is used on all these songs no, not up, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: but I think what happened with this one is that if somebody was to say if I was to get into a conversation with somebody about blues and they start talking about Howling Wolf and blah, blah 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 and I'd be like yeah but in, in my head like I, in this instance I am the basic bitch i boom boom, boom, boom <laughs> Going to shoot you right down. Boom, no, no, boom, no, 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 hey, 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 hey. I just Exactly. That's all in my head. I'm going blues, bluesy, blues, 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 bluesy, blues, blues. So in, in this That's regard... That's I, I can't really listen to I am the
1: basic bitch. I love uh, Southern Gothic-y blues mixed mm. with like rock, alternative rock. Love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Basically, any theme song from any show in the last yeah 10 years yeah the
0: slowed down popular yeah. versions yeah, yeah yeah which work really well for some reason uh yeah this came out on an album called burning in 1962 but like i, I don't know what else to say about it when i seen the blues category up there i was like okay i, I want to do that because i I felt like i'd be the basic bitch yeah so i said right i'm gonna put it's my good angle to come from i'm gonna i'm gonna wear the skin of a basic bitch and i'm gonna think to myself okay if someone wanted to talk to me about blues what would I pull out of my hole?
1: And, and have nothing else. And that's have it. nothing else <laughs> in my pocket. Like, I've got one move in my pocket. And, done.
0: and it's fucking Boom Boom by John Lee <laughs> And one of the reasons, I'll tell you one of the reasons why I think this is, um, a modern day basic bitch kind of iconic song, is that if you remember years ago, one of the first... Uh, weekly magazines that used to give CDs away was one about the blues. And the one they gave away for, I think it was free or it was 50 pence or 50 cent was the John Lee Hooker one. Remember those, like collect the magazine yeah. every week yeah. and it comes with a CD or, you know, if you're into models, it would come with a part of a model, you know, or... especially
1: look like a magazine of what we do. Pretty much,
0: <laughs> pretty much. The original podcast for weekly, yeah, magazine. weekly magazine, yeah. <laughs> but like, it would, you know, we'd come in a big plastic bag and it would have something inside it, you know. And it was like build the model, build a ship and you get the mask one yeah. week, and you get the. You'll fucking, never make it to the end. You never do Th- it
1: because, I the news agents just stop. Well, the, the news agents stop
0: doing it, and the fucking uh, the people who are who are selling them and making them you near know, the money. I think and, everyone, and everyone I
1: know tried the body one. But you remember the body one.
0: One. when you had to build a whole human? Yeah. Exactly. I never made it. No, come no one did. You I just think the very the last one. bit was the. Your mum would the, let you get the fourth one because it was either free or for nothing. The for, for absolutely nothing. For like just to get your whole. A, a pound.
1: Exactly. And The next one would be four ninety nine. like, oh, what? And it has the liver in yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm already out. Yeah, how
0: much about the oyers in the skull you could? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like, this, the first one of those I ever remember was the Blues Collection, and the first one was John Lee Hooker.
1: I only ever finished one of those type of things. Never done it. Uh, if you don't count the 1996-1997 Panini Premier League book, I collected all of Quest. Do you remember Quest?
0: Quest, I do remember that. It kept, was like... You got a big ring binder for it. Him.
1: A big ring binder, and it was uh, like an encyclopedia, but with all yeah. cool science for shit. For kids. So yeah. every, every week they'd have a but split up cool split between science, technology, yeah, yeah. Uh, geography maybe, or whatever, and then bio, earthy shit. Yeah, I remember and that. And I was, every week it was killer. Yeah, I remember and I collected quests. every... I, I got, got all of them. I got, the whole que- I got the whole Quest binder. Sitting the big neuratic. blue binder. Yeah. I got the whole Quest binder. Yeah, I remember I remember the just, binder. I remember just being... It was like Tomorrow's World in a binder. Brilliant. Remember Tomorrow's World was a great fucking There's show. There a sea life in it and all. Yeah. Remember, so, do you remember kids used to want to learn? Yeah. I got tricked into learning with that. Did you? I don't mind getting tricked into learning. Exactly. This is what we do on this podcast. I got tricked into learning somehow. <laughs> getting tricked <laughs> into
0: fucking having to read about all these garbage fucking bands. <laughs> uh, who's your next
1: one I picked Indie okay you would think maybe it's Wonderwall it's not though no. no, it's Mr. Brightside mm. this is a great song from uh, the Killers the 2003 album Hot Fuss or 2004 album the song came out in 2003 actually came out in 2002 the I song believe. was
0: amazingly good it's a
1: really really good yeah. song man it hurt, hurts me to say that Like a lot of people don't know that they're from Las Vegas
0: Oh, I always thought they were English. Like, Forever. That's because he sings... The, yeah. He sings
1: with an English accent for the first, at least two albums, I think, possibly. At least the first one, anyway. With a full-on Camden fucking... That's mad. Yeah, and now they've, they've now they've dropped that completely. They, uh, yeah. And now they're sort of... Probably shite now. dancey, yeah, it's yeah. a dancy pop rock. Because they went Coldplay. Where's the money? Oh, Grant, we'll
0: go there. Coldplay don't even tour anymore. That world-side fucking... The collective relief, like, of Coldplay not touring anymore. You see, I, oh. I never, was never bothered by their touring because I would never go. No, because I, I, I tell you the only reason it bothers me is that one day I was in Germany in this bloke's house. It's a big, long, complicated story, but I had to stay there for ages. And this dude just kept giving me cans of beer and making me watch live performance DVDs through this mad sound system he had. And it was grand for a while. I got to watch Supertramp and ACDC and all the type of shit. But like, about six hours into it, he pulled out this Coldplay fucking stadium tour thing. And it was the most painful. By the time
1: they were playing stadiums, they were shy. Which oh was after my the first album. God, it was fucking
0: painful watching oh. them. They were all painted neon, and oh, oh my god, the, the, the band. There's no point in the band being there because all the music was. How did that happen? But the, there's lads and guitars. The rest of the cunts in the band, uh, like the drummer yeah. and all, just like waving at people. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, some little box in the corner makes the music for them. Stupid. It's absolutely outrageous. There's oh, no need for that anybody to be in that band. No. Barry, your man, the singer. What's Chris? Is that name? Chris. I don't know. Martin. Chris Martin. There's no need. So it looks like Chris Morris was like, <laughs> no, everyone loves Chris yeah. Morris. They just need him and whatever computer makes the fucking music. Him now. basically on stage fingering his own arse. That's it. And every now and again he jumps up or he, he, does, he does that fucking Foo Fighters thing. Where that's why I think uh, Dave Brown's a paedophile. Like, your man Chris fucking Martin does the same thing where he pulls the kids out of the crowd to sing songs with them. Like, every gig. Like, Dave Brown can't go a gig now
1: without like, stealing children. <laughs> he has to steal a child. Pull them up on stage. Hey, all those kids that he pulls up are mate kids of his mates. I don't care. Stop touching children. He's not touching them inappropriately. Doesn't matter he's touching them music He musically. can't because there's cameras on him.
0: You know what I mean? But <laughs> I mean, what if it was a private gig? You never know.
1: You are convinced he is a I'm full convinced that he's a fucking Pete Townsend. Thankfully this podcast isn't that popular or else. We'd be fucked around. Right no,
0: now. we I can we can express opinions. All we have to do is say allegedly
1: and I think this No, not allegedly. You just think of it. Yeah. Of a feeling, he is one. Yeah, I'd put. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Is what you're saying, right? Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, listen, Mister um, Brightside is the song that, for me, has stood the test of time since Indie Force came out till this day right now. You could play on a dance floor, and it's just I play this to the fucking 17, 18 year olds. Well, hopefully, not yeah, seventeen in the club. And do they you pull are, them up on stage. Yeah. No, absolutely not. You're allowed to pull them up on stage.
0: I do not want to do that. But you could. No, Dave Grohl's not allowed. He picks little, little small kids, little knee highs Gives them a guitar. <laughs> oh god sing me one of my songs yeah it is th- <laughs> serenade it? me my vocals it's weird that the killers dropped the fucking accent I don't know where that came from in the first place that's very strange well they're into I, I assume that very influenced presumably by presumably would have came from British like indie bands British indie bands
1: exactly fucking because these are details, this is 2002 and 3 so indie is which it had big like, but it's slightly waning which I had
0: Kasabian and Las Vegas I like exactly. a shit back then that would have been Maybe not big in America, so they thought it would be like a, an underground type of thing in the states. So yeah, they decided exactly. to do their own version of it. Maybe,
1: yeah, exactly. It's the all only the, thing all those fucking off. bands, and it just fit them. And sometimes, if you write a certain style of music, it's hard not to sing it. Like, how many people sing in the American accents? Oh, most. So this—that's not ever commented on. Yeah. But this is now an American doing an English accent, it's Like, oh, yes. what the fuck? A bit. It's because they changed. Yeah. Changed. Yeah, because they went through. back. Yeah. So uh, listen. I don't care what anyone says, Mr. Brightside is A, a good song, b a little song, B, a ruined song, yeah. and C, a basic bitch in the anthem. Big time. So uh, what's your next one? Uh, I picked Industrial. You know what it is. There can only be one song.
0: There can literally be only one song.
1: And uh, it's an amazing song. And
0: it's Yeah, but I, I, I never want to hear it ever again. It's uh, Closer by Narnie's Nails. Uh, I can't listen to it. I
1: can't. I can't listen to it anymore. It's, yeah, even when it comes up, it, it fits so well on the album. Denmark Spiral but you can't I skip it just, i, I, I some, skip I've it. sometimes skipped it I skip it I can't do it it's this, fucking... was the, this is the song I would have played the most in my oh, yeah. DJ uh, I won't say career but, uh, but job it's, it's too careers. long
0: it takes ages to get going everybody just shouts the one fucking I wanna fuck you like an animal that's it and exactly and nobody knows the rest of the lyrics
1: I got so bored of this song in about I'd say 2010 is when I had gone I can't do this anymore I remember you barring yourself and playing it but before that, yeah. I looped the intro drums for what? I think about two minutes straight. Oh, and no one knew. And they were waiting for it. Of course they were. And eventually, I I only I only quit the loop and played the rest of it when everyone stopped dancing. Savage. Savage. Until the very doing. last person stopped, people were standing there going, what is... <laughs> Even though it's just a, a kick in a <laughs> snare, they know the song and they're getting ready for it. And I swear to God, people danced for two minutes waiting for it until everyone went... Okay, well, and then I'd stop. Stop the loop. Oh
0: fuck! It. You know the, uh, you know the kick and the snare. The kick drum is a sample from an Iggy Pop song, Nightclubbing. Oh, way. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, and he found that out there the other day. Um, yeah, he took this weird, uh, he took a sample from it. He got a nice clean cut off Nightclubbing and just kind of compressed in the start today, and that's the kick drum. For uh, closer is an Iggy Pop song called Nightclubbing,
1: possibly yeah, one of the most famous drum snare intros.
0: Yeah, this is 1994 as well. You have to remember that we talked about it before how big this album was. This album was a game changer. Like, none of else were big before, but this is the one. This is the fucking one. Like, yep. Um, everybody, I remember when this, when this came out, running down the road into the fucking news agents, because the news agents had one of those spinners with the cassettes in it and buying the cassette. Yeah. And, just, I'd, I'm trying to think, because I, I got everything I'd get my hands on in terms of like singles and shit. Before that, and albums, but it was pre-internet. Nobody knew fucking anything, so I didn't know that there was like in my head, there was like ten, nine, Inch nails albums. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just read in a magazine, or they said there was a new one out next week. Like we didn't, we weren't waiting. Um, back in the day, you weren't, you weren't told uh oh you know the new album's out next april you didn't know that it's just one day it was, there was a new fucking album there mm. you know what i mean or the news agent said oh i saw something on a list about this or a music shop maybe said uh, uh two weeks time that new album's out you you hadn't a fucking clue you just took yeah. them as they arrived you know we had no concept of release dates but uh, yeah. this song yeah i can't i'm just done with it i'm not gonna lie to you i'm just fucking done it's amazing
1: song unreal video which i think was the, this video done in the
0: uh tape mansion Probably. I think but the whole thing was recorded there. It so, was, definitely, yeah. but
1: um, I'm almost sure they did the video there for Closer.
0: Mm, could well be. Could well be. Yeah. Could well be. Uh, listen, that's industrial. Nine Inch Nails, Closer. <laughs> like, the,
1: it's the pop industrial song. Yeah. Like, in big industrial heads, man, the skinny, people like, oh, Closer, whatever. But they still have respect for it.
0: like Nails still command a, a
1: massive amount of respect, despite being the biggest band in industrial. Uh, by far. Ooh.
0: Way far, but like this, I just can't do this song anymore. I can't if I never, if, in fact, if I never heard this song again, I'll be all right with it. I'll be all yeah. right. Be I remember I was doing it. a wedding
1: before and somebody asked, I think someone asked me to play it, and I was like, I can't play this at a wedding. Oh, God, yeah, no, There's doesn't matter how cool you are, over there. yeah, doesn't matter how rock and roll and no. biker you are. That's you know that's I mean? I, I've only ever done a few weddings. I've stopped doing rocker weddings because the thing about doing you know, someone goes, I want just rock music for my wedding. You don't, no, you don't trust no. me when I say you don't, yeah, because your family don't. And you are going to be too busy Yeah, to you, you're it.
0: getting married, you stupid cunt. Okay. It's not for you, you wanker. But it's did, for your I family.
1: Did, I did do some weddings where it's mixed. Someone goes to me, I want a mixed wedding of pop and rock. Fine. Yeah. I don't do any weddings anymore anyway. Mm. But if someone goes, I want an exclusively rock wedding. It's like, oh, no. please don't. Because for your own sake, don't do it. No.
0: I mean, no. Can't do it. I, I it's a great idea. I've done some 18s before and I've done some 24s before. But there, again that's They're different fine. you're not fucking up someone's yeah. entire, entire best day of their like, life exactly whatever. like there's people running around with video cameras recording everything yeah. they and have to remember mind, this forever they
1: come up to you going mate what are you doing I'm like this is what they wanted, yeah. like, this what they wanted. I play fucking yeah play what's the on? Not his
0: granny I- is 100 yeah. and sitting in that corner like she's already looking at other people with shit in their face and doesn't know what's going on this cunt survived two wars you know let her have a night off do you know what I mean <laughs> let her have a fucking night off listen she, no doesn't, one th- she doesn't have many nights out left tonight. exactly Like, let her enjoy the Tom Jones song yeah, you can go basket. to Brussels tomorrow exactly you've got the rest of your life to bang your head to dort music you know what I mean <laughs> let's keep the fucking old people happy you know yeah, what I mean the only true. reason they're even getting married in the first place is to fucking appease their fucking parents and grandparents do you know what I mean Yeah. because be was allowed in there exactly like <laughs> fucking seriously they're probably only getting married because they got yeah one's fucking up the Duffin anyway
1: <gasps> hey, who's your next one my next one I have picked Pop
0: pop music just pop
1: this is for me the the song you could play to aliens if to go what is possibly the most popular pop song of all time all right. that's a difficult thing to even aggregate or to, to, yeah. to quantify anyway I
0: before no actually do, do your choice and then I'll tell
1: it is Believe by Cher from 1988
0: <sighs> is that 1988 yeah fucking hell
1: this is for me the biggest comeback song of all time yes I don't know a bigger comeback song of all time. You could talk about like whenever Diana Ross did it and reinvented herself, whether Madonna did it, but no one ever, the world thought maybe this artist is done. Yeah, she
0: dead. Like we haven't heard. If and we're she comes a out world. with
1: a song that sells 11 million copies. Yeah. I was just thinking about this today. That's, that's solid sales, of, like, physical copy. Brick sales, like yeah. Tapes and yeah. tapes and things. Bricks and more. The amount in. of, I don't, 1998 you weren't buying that digitally. No, no. So you had, imagine 11 million physical copies of this exist in the world. I can't uh,
0: imagine 11 million of anything.
1: That's like, what I'm saying. Anything. Isn't that mental? Like grains of sand. You I could, don't think there's, there's, there's that many grains of sand in the world. You could melt all the copies down and build a couple of a like d- Whatever. You build a g- about. A build a eight,
0: eight, lo- What's it? say, life-size, eight, Fuck. What you could do is you could melt them down and make 11 million good songs on CD. You could and tape. Yeah, you could absolutely the is a, same, yeah. same
1: size. Oh yeah, surely it's just a, yeah, loads of good songs. Loads of good songs. Yeah. This is um, I don't like this song, but I have a bit of respect for it, you. Know? I mean, they have a bit of respect for it. um, this song is notable for the fact that it's the first purposely auto tuned song that I know of. Anyway, yeah, I read um, that this was a mistake. Um, well, what happened is I don't know if it was a mistake mm. or not. Because they'll never admit whether it was mistaken or not. Yeah. Because the producer said they were playing around with the auto-tune yeah. software, or hardware probably in yeah, this case.
0: It was, it was outboard at that stage, so I would have been... Uh, what's the, what's been, the name
1: of that? that, 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 that the, one, the, the first one, Antes, or Antes or something, the, the auto-tune, the main company that started this. Well, anyway, the idea <coughs> of... It's the first purposely-tuned auto song, and our voice is altered by uh, the pitch corrector, but mm. it's done by... Setting it too fast for the audio to process yes. properly. That's why it jumps so So that's what this now it could be easily a mistake that they went, Oh, hang on, this sounds good. Yeah. So the producers went That's were like, what I read. Yeah, the the producers went, We'll show this to Cher. Well we think this is gonna kill. Yeah. We'll show it to her. She's probably not gonna go for it because she's she known to be an incredible key. singer. She absolutely loved it. Yeah. Warner said, Absolutely not. Really? You can't put this out. And Cher went, but I am going to. Yeah. And I'm Cher. So it went there and the rest is fucking history. It's this awesome. song is just it just it just exploded. Yeah. It's the it's do you know what it is? And this is in no way a disparaging comment, this is the gayest song of all time. Just it just made people gay listening to it like I feel a, I feel if if I was going to come out, I feel like you, this would be a shield for a good, you know, ooh. Yeah, just my, play that. Play that. Yeah. Everyone's happy. You wouldn't even have to say you're about Stick gay. Stick on the gaff, right? Yeah. And go, Everyone have a good time. Quickly, just quick, note, I'm gay. Yeah. And everyone's like, middle of dancing, what? You're, I'm like, hang on, listen, Cher's playing, come on. They're like, okay, yeah. fair enough, fair, We're enough all fair. Dancing. fair enough. We're all dancing. We're all on, friends here. here. Good, yeah. um, do you know, the funny thing about this is, right, that that technique became something called the share effect. And not just like by name, by by like word like you know, yeah. it's not just referred to as that it terminology it's become actually a terminology in auto tune manuals mm. called the Share Effect. So Mad. if you want that and also this is the basis of Willie Am's entire career. This 100%. song This song is the basis of everything yeah. he got famous for. Yeah so the auto tune and the pop dance yep. putting your songs at 130 BPM yep. you know technically this is a dance song so it is pop though I mean pop is but such 100% a, pop is such an umbrella this for me is the most basic fucking pop it song it is yeah. people still ask me for this and I'm like I, I couldn't play this no. this is too far for me now yeah this is far too far this is a bridge too far this even song. if I'm doing the, the cheesiest of pop nights yeah I'd be you'd
0: be doing a gay wedding
1: and still wouldn't play it I'd do a gay wedding no I would I would actually you know I'd sooner fucking do a gay wedding than do a rock wedding yeah yeah at least they're a bit crack. Their the, the, the musical knowledge of the gays is inc- insane. Yeah. And also, one thing I love about the guys they don't discard pop. They keep oh, They them. keep it forever. They keep it. Put it in the back pocket for later. And it's not oh. its not—it's not worn yeah. like fashion and yeah. thrown away. Going, oh, that song's not cool anymore. They're like, that's a fucking, yeah. that's a legacy song. Exactly. That's a legacy a song. A legacy song. Yeah. And I love that about them. And also, Jesus Christ, they can dance, man. <laughs> I know. You know what, man? You'll know what? every time Pride comes around, it's my favorite time to DJ. The floor is packed mm-hmm. full of people that mm-hmm. can dance. Not text dance. Yeah, them phones are in the pocket. They're yeah. dancing, dancing, yeah, just dancing. Moves, actual. I won't say choreographed, <laughs> but ah, uh, go on, the guys. But yeah, I remember. I remember the song coming out. I remember it being
0: outrageously big, and I remember reading something about the the auto tune thing that they they were messing around. Like you said, they were messing around with this new piece of outboard hardware, and uh, they were learning how to use it. I think she'd already. I think I don't. I'm trying to remember if it was live or post. oh post. I'd say. I don't know whether it
1: may it would be. Because she, would have, she, she came back afterwards would have went straight and the,
0: it. would have went straight into tape, yeah. And it would have been true patch bay, patch yeah. yeah. So it would have been straight into tape recorded and then they would have patch bayed in the the actual outboard for the auto-tuner. So they would be messing with the knobs and fucking yeah. trying to figure it out and they got this. Really?
1: The, the, the pitch correction speed, if you put that up too fast, it can't keep up. Yeah. But especially a song, now, I don't know, I don't really know if song with, with with 130, I think the song is 133 BPM. I think... I think that would have an effect on it, surely. If you're playing a song that's 102, like a reggae, 102, anything from 98. Well, they, be, they realistically would have only
0: been running her vocals through it. No, would, of course.
1: But what I'm saying is I think this, yeah, I know, but to keep with the beat of the song, yeah. sometimes they are. The, 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 it it does well, to the, the beat of the song. The way, like the way we used to do and, it, the and, uh, to do it in the recording
0: delay. studio was we had outboard ones and we had software ones as well. So you had like ones that were built into Logic or... Cubase or Pro Tools or whatever. Then you had outboard ones as well. The outboard ones were the old-fashioned ones that were kind of harder to use. But the way we used to work, it was, you would find out what key the song is in.
1: Well, I can tell you right now that the key of this song is F-sharp major, which is also a scale, did you
0: know? (laughs) (laughs) So it would have been... um, They'd feed in the song, and they'd say, right, uh, this song is in C. So they... You literally, uh, and from a pull down list, you hit what fucking key you want course, to be yeah. in C, and the software was really intelligent, and it would just yeah. literally take care of it. Yeah, and you course. could adjust like a like a, a compressor, or a limiter, or a, or a gate. You could adjust the attack or the the, the
1: delay. Yeah, so the, the the project I use or the the, the software I use is Logic. And it has pitch shifter or pitch yeah. correction. Yeah. Pitch correction, you tell it what key. It knows yeah. what key is doing by listening to it. Yeah, exactly. But pitch shifter is one where you can manually do it by sense yeah. and semitones and just touches. Yeah. But uh, it's a f- phenomenal piece of gear. Yeah. Um, and also, I should say this. Don't give a shit out of tune. Everyone is tune.
0: Every single thing you've ever heard that you bought on a CD that wasn't recordable like the Rolling Stones in 1960s splash. Yeah. Like anything from, let's call it 1990. Let's call it early 90s. From early 90s to now, whether that be the shittiest punk band in the world... Could be just a touch. Or a rockabilly band or a fucking... It doesn't matter. A metal band. Yeah. All
1: of it is auto-tuned. Just even... It might just be little touches of That's it all, with a wrong note. It's a safety that, net. It's just, it smoothens the song out. Yep. Because if you leave those quivers of the vol- yep. voice in, it stands out and sounds weird. Yep. And it's also... Because people... When you're in it's a recording not, studio... It's not yeah, everything. No, nah, so, but, but literally 99.999%.
0: Nine, yeah. nine, nine, nine but one of the things I always remember from being in recording studios is that when you do hear something that fucking bothers you a little bit, whether it's a little wobble or, a, uh, or whatever, or a, uh, an in-breath or a, a click or yeah. something like that, and you listen to that song literally a thousand times before it gets released, and it will bother you till the day you fucking yeah. die.
1: And no one else will hear it. It's worse for me. Yeah. I had this with the with the latest thing I recorded. Yeah. There was a couple of things. There was, you know, when some of the guitarists finish riff and you can hear some slide, a little R- bit slide. Yeah. I'm like, I need that gone. Yeah. I need the fact that this uh, synth fades out too sharp. And I crucified the producer to the point yeah, where yeah. he's probably like, you're a fucking fool. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was my first proper yeah. release from a producer without yeah, producing yeah. It myself. So I don't produce things very well because yeah. I'm not trying it at home. It. And you're right. It will grind. Yeah. You can't enjoy your own song. Yeah. When you hear that.
0: I remember reading about, uh Megadeth, when, the, I think when they were, I think it was Countdown to Extinction. I think, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Countdown to the Extinction. There was a squeak in the kick drum pedal. And only they could hear it. Yeah. And they spent fucking tens of thousands of dollars trying to like get all these mastering engineers in and all. Because <gasps> yeah. it was all done. Yeah. And they had to hire these people to come in with like these massive EQ banks. Just find that s- slither. Ju- just actually find that, that little frequency that that.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> but, hopefully, and, hopefully, it
0: won't pull out anything. Else. Exactly, and like they had these like fucking two hundred and fifty six band EQs. I'm just, just going through them <laughs> one by one, trying to find the fucking the the,
1: the plane of existence that the squeak lives in. Yeah. and uh, they fucking done it as well. Fair play yeah. to them. No, but you're right. If you hear that, so yeah, I should just say that before we move on to the next one. But by the <laughs> way, who is your next one? <laughs> uh
0: What did I do? My next one is jazz.
1: This is another one where I didn't know it and played it Went
0: That is the the one jazz song. Yeah, exactly. Back to my... No, I'm less basic bitch about jazz than I am about blues. Just quickly, if you don't know this song, it's the
1: one that goes... It's the one... It's that one. You know that one. You know it. As soon as I played it, I got two seconds in my yeah.
0: It's Take Five with the Dave Brubeck Quartet. It's great. It's a savage song. This first came out in 1959 on an album called Time Out. Which uh, surprisingly, this how I found out about this album was when the the chocolate bars by Cadbury Time Out, right? They used this song to advertise Time Out nice. right, on the TV. So they used Take Five to advertise the Time Out bars. And I always remember the radio start playing it because they're like, This is a great song, we couldn't have forgot about this song. Yeah. And I remember the mom was saying, like, it's off the album, uh, Time Out. And they're using it to advertise the bar fucking timeout bars but the song's called Take 5 so wouldn't they just call the chocolate bars Take 5 and it was like it used to blow my mind I was like, wouldn't they call the fucking chocolate bars Take 5 then
1: because it's like a, a lunchtime bar yeah. Ah, our little break time bar. I don't know. They called it. Tw- yeah, I don't understand. Um, well, it was already five four three to 1 bars. Yeah,
0: exactly. 5, five 4 three, They were incredible. Two, Rice Krispie one, two, three, bars, basically. Yeah,
1: pretty much. With, with a layer of wafer and caramel in the middle. Oh, yeah. sweet so cheesy.
0: This, uh, this song was recorded by Dave Rubeck and his quartet, but it was written by Paul Desmond, who was a member of his quartet, but also done a load of other stuff. Yeah. But this is their most. This is their shining example of kind of loungy jazz. I mean, you can go down the fucking... You could go down the, the rabbit hole with jazz and uh, pull out loads of random fucking Gillespie and and yeah. whatever. You can go down that route, but th- that's where you start getting into complicated fucking stuff for, for jazz. We're talking bog standard. Here we go. Piano, double bass, fucking drums, yeah. whatever the fuck, you know, maybe a horn section. It's fucking take for it. Do you know
1: what this is, right? Remember video games would have a little tiny either radio station or a little... But it's BMG. Yeah. Thing you'd click and you it's slick jazz. Yeah. This would be the MIDI v- MIDI version is you'd hear. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a great song. I'm not song. a big jazz fan but it's fun. It's, it's fun. just a
0: great little song. It's well written. It's well recorded. Everything yeah. about it is fucking perfect. But yeah, listen. That's your basic bitch jazz song. Like I'm less basic bitch about jazz than I am with Bluess but Blue I'm not a fucking... I'm not a jazz nut. <laughs> nut like. I, I, I could name some people Well with Blue's i Fucking, I run out after about 10 seconds. Who's your next one?
1: My last one actually is um, I picked Acoustic Singer-Songwriter slash Possibly Folk. Right. Um, I feel like I didn't get the most basic bitch song, but I wanted to put this song in. It's Irish. Right. I wanted to get an Irish song in there as well. And the reason I picked it as a basic bitch song, it's kind of basic in terms of what Irish people consider to be. Let's, let's say we're only picking Irish. So it's not Bob Dylan, and it's not Simon and Garfunkel, which mm. could have easily, like Bob Dylan really should have been in here as the bass one but I picked Damien Royce Blower Star really? from the 2001 album uh, Oh, um, I'm not a fan of this album or him but I don't mind this song and I don't really mind him at all I think this is a this is another one of those brilliant albums I don't really I don't connect with but I have an absolute respect for it and I know that it's good for yeah. what it does so it's a rant does exactly what I said him does it well um, he uh, was in Juniper obviously and hmm i think he took uh, like a sabbatical or something like that to to write this or whatever like that in italy and he came back and he uh asked his cousin for help um his cousin before i tell you who his cousin is amazing mind blown his cousin sent it to a few producers saying this is me my cousin and his uh his, these songs are actually i think they could really go somewhere mm. And all the producers were like, or all the, the record labels were like, no, no, our no producers, no record labels no, absolutely no. So his cousin said, Right, I'm gonna come over to you and set you up a home recording. I'll set you up properly. Right. Now, his cousin lots of experience all right. in writing music. Alright. Including five James Bond films. What? Because his cousin is Dave Arnold.
0: What?
1: David Arnold that did the Bjork song yeah, he fucking yeah, yeah. play dead in all ninety three, I think that came out. Um that's it's his Arnold. So, nepotism didn't work. Well. So, he took a 500 quid loan from his dad and did it himself. Really? And I think that's kind of cool. Very much. I really do think that's kind of kill. Cool. Not saying he didn't try the nepotism. I mean, you're going to give it a go. You're fucking right, you are. <laughs> give that a go. Fucking right, okay. And the, to be fair, this this album is mega. It's huge across the world. Absolutely. Just, it is one of the more I, newer quintessential of yeah. singer-songwriter albums
0: I'm shy at singer-songwriters I don't it's another avenue I never explored it's an I, avenue I I, song.
1: yeah it's it's. you know what it really takes something I can't even put my finger on what would make me like Like a, me and you like White Ladder by David Gray. Mm. but please forgive me
0: please forgive me but we wouldn't
1: listen to David Kitt. no we wouldn't listen to fucking uh, Mundy Mundy no. let's get away from it we wouldn't listen to like let's say what's your man what's that I'd say I'd, I'm out. What's once, that lad's name? If they didn't, if they don't, if James if Blunt. Yeah, that kind of crack.
0: If they're not sitting at the bar in Whelan's right now, I don't really know who they are. Yeah. You know?
1: So this is. Orland um, produced a fierce amount of singer songwriters there. In a, about, in a, a blast of yeah, them. Yeah, for about six years. They're so, just so, yeah, so shotguns th- were th- them. Speaking of them, this, is, this album was dedicated or written in memory of uh, Mick Christopher, minute, who did the Skylarkin thing. And actually, the album cover for all oh, was very like Skylarkin um the blower story like you listen to that that's a good song hmm. it's just doesn't really do anything for me yeah. to be perfectly honest with you and i know that going for parties over the years around i was going to a lot of parties around 2001 2002 that was when i was kind of drinking age and stuff like that hmm. and um everyone will pick up guitar and they wouldn't really play wonderwall they would play this yeah. or cannonball Cannonball's is probably a bigger song than this yeah so this is this is a it's it's an imperfect choice by me but uh I did find that very interesting. I remember one time I had a half an hour conversation with someone in Fibers about Damien Rice, except he was talking about Damien Hurst. And I thought he said Damien Rice. And I swear to God, for half an hour I was absolutely so confused, he goes, I don't really like his artistry. I was like I was like, Does he really have much artistry? He's just and I, I was like and all the mad animal stuff. I'm like What the fuck? I was fuck? like I was like, What for ages I was so confused and I was like I was like, I'm not into the songs, and he goes, songs. So that was such a weird conversation oh I had. Damian Hirst, Damien Rice. I swear to God, it was half an hour before either of us realised what the fuck either was talking about. And just walk away, also Yeah, of course, just yeah. walk away. See you now. Damien Hirst is uh, the most, the richest uh, artist in England. Really? Yeah. Slicing sharks in <laughs> half, whatever he does. From all that crack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not into, um, not, not into that either. Not into that.
0: plasticizing fucking so, people and all.
1: Listen, I'm absolutely no way gonna rag on Damien Rice, even though it's not my kind of thing. Same, same with Queen. It is what it is. I like it over there. Fair play to yeah. it. Not for me. Um, I also you're gonna get butchered by slagging. Oh, everyone yeah. will disagree with you and you're fighting up a battle. But I also don't have any backup because I don't dislike it. I just don't particularly like it. Who mm. is it? Was, uh, is your last one? Now? My
0: last one. Uh, so I picked. We had a couple of genres left. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go close to home. Something that's in my wheelhouse. So I picked hardcore. You have to. I it's had you. to. It's you. I picked hardcore. And I think the most basic bitch hardcore song of all time it's Gotta Go by Agnostic foot. It absolutely is. It's fucking... From the East
1: Coast to the West Coast. It is.
0: Oh, my God. It is. I, it, again. It's Hardcore 101. I, if I never heard it again,
1: <laughs> the world would be a better place. It's not even a bad song. It's fine. It's, fine. it's yeah. just... Th- that, that, see it's that? so catchy, you see. Yeah, we, that's, what, that's what pushes it to the basic, bitch. You see that
0: fucking From the East Coast to the West? That's not even them. That's a Warzone song that they just kind of stole a bit off. Really? Yeah, but they're all mates, so sorry. Ah. Uh, this is off the album Something's Gotta Give, which is an okay album. Uh, Agnostic Front went through a period there of looking like they were about to break out of being a hardcore band and possibly become like the next big metal band. Yeah, right. So they had they started off Agnostic Front. If you go back and listen to early Agnostic Front, it's very much crossover. It's very trashy. Yeah, and then it goes down this weird kind of street punky fucking like American Oi Avenue, and then it comes back up into a little bit of, being heavier, and then they start having albums produced by Jamie Yasta from Hatebreed, and it gets real heavy. Is that how you pronounce his second name? I always say Yasta. It could be Jasta, I don't know, but I always say Yasta. Yasta I never know, I never know myself, that's why I was asking. So, but they have a couple of albums produced by him and they get real heavy, real hard. But, they, they sound like a band with a bit of an identity crisis sometimes. Well, here's the problem is that they... they Not identity crisis, but they, they, still weren't still off, st- yeah, well, they weren't far off inventing hardcore. Like, they're absolutely one of those bands. Yeah. right? They are like the godfathers of like, that New York hardcore scene. And you've only got kind of two original members left doing the rounds. And they always bring in kind of, younger guys, fresh blood, the kind of Give them the beef up, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think they haven't put a good album out in about 10, 12 years. Maybe more. Maybe more. This album, Something's Got to Give, is decent. It's decent. There's kind of a three-album period in the middle um, where they done well. This album's actually produced by Billy Milano from S.O.D., from Stormtroopers of Death. Oh, yeah. Um, we, t- we touched on them before. Yeah, so Billy Milano produced this. Um, he's in uh, MIT we, we touched and on them and
1: in easily the silliest podcast we've ever done. Well, which one was it? Magical Journey.
0: Magical Journey, that's right, yeah, yeah. Which is a Patreon-only one.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, we yeah. Get,
0: you get, they get all our bizarre concepts. ones. Yeah, they ones. get the weird ones, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, he produced this. They had albums produced by Lars Fredrickson from Rancid as well. That, that one, that was pretty good. He's a good producer. Yeah. Um, that one worked out well. That sounds good. I think that's... Is it Dead Yuppies, I think, that album is? Could be. I, um, but I think there's a period in Agnostic Front's career where... They were absolutely right on the verge of being a massive just rock band or heavy band, and this is the song that made that happen. But they didn't follow it up with something equally as good or better, yeah. Like, it's not like the songs released afterwards were worse, they just didn't strike the note properly. The bell we wasn't ring. we need for the another one home. of those guys. Yes. The bell Come on, was guys. not rung, deliver us another one of those guys. Yeah. Come on, yeah. The bell wasn't rung two times in a row enough for like everyone. Now, to be fair, like, I've seen the Gnostic Front fucking a hundred times live, and
1: they're fine. They're fine. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I lent them a guitar. Did
0: you? For one of oh, the f- gigs. One of the Rule of Bill or something like that, or the Scene or whatever it was called. Underneath Stephen's Green Shopping
1: Centre. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Someone got on to me and goes, uh, I just sold you a guitar. Can yeah. I have it back for a day? I went, yeah, sure. Yeah. For Gnostic Front. I was like, yeah, Grant. Oh, yeah, they think took it, very good care. That like. could have been. I, I don't even know if they played it, like, because I didn't go to the gig. Like, was at it. Did you want to come to the gig? And I was like, oh, nah, not. Was grand. it, it was Dorans?
0: No, it wasn't Darren's. No. It was underneath Stephen's Green Shopping Centre.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm pretty sure that was the first place
0: they played. Oi! Yeah, well, yeah that that's that right, that's right, yeah. That's right. What was you that, that Someone drop kicked me in the back of the head. Um, well, you're at a hardcore gig, what'd you expect? Yeah, no, but I was being a fucking Egypt, and I went down the front, didn't I?
1: Oh, don't do that. Like a
0: sap. I was, t- I was too old for it even then, that was years ago.
1: From um, the back row to the front row. And someone. Full, getting kicked
0: in the head. Full-blown drop kicked me in the back of the head, and I went upstairs, I went out on the street, I got sick everywhere. Um, from getting drop kicked in the head and then I fainted for a while and someone stole a box of cigarettes out of my pocket.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's Dublin for you. Isn't it? In the rain and all. Scumbags. But no, yeah, to, to be f- fair, have you ever sat outside Stephen's Green? That uh, that pub, that is number one for it. Have I got a smoke? Yeah, yeah, Have I got a smoke? Yeah. It's worse than Temistry. Yeah. True, no, sorry, nothing's worse. To be fair, nothing's worse than Thomas Street. Tree. Yeah, you open up, a, bag, you open up a, a box of smokes on Thomas Street, and all of a sudden, thousands, bing. yeah, thousands, of, yeah, it's hot. The, 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 the cigarette yeah. vultures come, yeah, but even the nicotine with, vultures, yeah,
0: horrific. Um, yeah, this song again, it's it's a good song, yeah. But it's an absolute basic bitch, bitch song. This this is almost a callback to uh, God Save the Queen by Sex Pistols. It's the yeah. same type
1: of shit. It is the God Save the Queen of Hardcore. Yeah,
0: it's, it, it's the same mutants who are screaming and shouting it and they only know that From the go to the West Exactly. And that's it. They don't do any more lyrics. It's fucking over. They just bounce around Doesn't the place. Doesn't have
1: the, what has become of man? Yeah. It's
0: slower bit. Yeah. I like that bit. It's a good song. Yeah. I'm just sick of hearing it. I'm just sick of hearing it. But listen, that's us. That is our basic There's Big a stars. chance
1: that this could be Coming out close to Christmas We haven't figured out What the run order is yeah. So if it is Happy fucking Christmas sure, Anytime it comes out now It'll be near Christmas Probably yeah If it might have passed would it be? Maybe I really don't know Oh listen Happy Christmas And again Thanks to all the people That uh, that gave us uh, Patreon subscription Jesus I can't even speak properly Papa Braun Patreon subscriptions They helped buy some of the stuff That we have uh, lined up for, for the new year yeah. to, uh, The new fucking year that's where, that's where our system Sounds a little bit cleaner you those. can hear all of our sniffles and, and beer. <laughs> and my water. I can't watering. believe
0: I'm drinking water yeah. while recording a podcast. Yeah. Like, I've done them without drinking, but I've never drank water, like, real. What
1: was the one we did without drinking where the two of us were dying sick and hungover? I don't remember. There's a couple of them. because It's December. This is the coldest December I can remember in years.
0: Yeah, but it's also the worst December ever. Really?
1: Yeah. It's the people
0: are terrible. People 12 are pubs,
1: people hitting your hard.
0: There's like, very little
1: 12 pubs this year that so, we can see. This is the thing I don't get about 12 pubs. It's full of people who can't drink. Yeah. They can't do three pubs.
0: Yeah, I, listen, I'm, I'm a pro. I couldn't do 12 pubs. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely but not. But they, they're absolutely part-time, not even part-time drinkers. Listen, here's the problem. I, I was explaining this to somebody recently. It's not necessarily the people in the office are the problem, right? No, a lot of them are drinking from the fucking uh, the bottom
1: drawer. Yeah, <laughs>
0: well, what you've got, let's say you've got a group of... What have you got in that bottom drawer there, Phil? <laughs> no, nothing, not a nagging. Let's say you've got eight people that are going out on the 12 pubs fucking walk-arounds, right? Uh, you're going to have a couple of the l ones, a couple of the old and the rest of them are all going to be kind of 30s or 40s, right? They're not, they are a problem, but they are only a problem because in every single, every single 12 pubs group, there's always one or two young lads from the office. And it's always the young lads. They're the ones running up, uh, eight tequilas, fucking 16-son uh, yeah. bill goes, Mary, Mary, I not over here, put it her into you. Yeah, <laughs> but these these are the lads that are on the bag. As well. Right? Yeah. So they they just, they're just <laughs> yeah. down <laughs> <laughs> cool, the coolest the They're just having another Saturday night. Why do you and Jerry keep going to the toilet together? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm <In Boston. laughs> yeah. bursting. So these lads, they're on the fucking bag and the rest of them don't know what's going on. <laughs> So it's always these young (laughs) fellas... it's always the young fellas who are like fucking oh more no, shots fucking 16 Guinness fucking bill go set them on fire right
1: Mary she doesn't know what a bomb is
0: she doesn't know what's going on
1: Just she bitch. doesn't know what a Jagerbom is she has is. a of
0: yeah. a, 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 a Sunday yeah. do you know what I mean that's it the last time she had a drink was fucking last year with Deco yeah. when Deco first learned about the bag do you know what I mean <laughs> and that's the reason she hasn't had a fucking beer because she's only after getting over the bleeding hangover that lasted 12 yeah. months do you know what, <laughs> what I mean well fucking and Deco, they're only
1: in their first pub.
0: Deco does this twice a week yeah, he's pro. He is fucking pro. He will be the last one. He'll do twelve pubs. He's got a tattoo on his neck. He absolutely. He's got hidden stuff all <laughs> out of him. But f- listen, anyway. Patreon.com forward slash lost art podcast. Facebook.com forward slash lost art podcast.
1: Whenever, you, whenever we get a new little Patreon, it does brighten up our day. I'm not going to lie. It you does like do a little shiver. It just, just gives us a little boost. Yeah. yeah. We're not going hand in cap. It just helps with the production of the whole thing. It does. So,
0: yeah. paying for stuff. Anyway, thank you very much. We'll see you again next week. Uh, happy Christmas if it was Christmas for you. Happy New Year if it was New Year. If it wasn't, ignore us fuck you. Peace out.